Welcome to NFL MAO. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. And you entered that so, like, powerful, like a superhero. I wanted to be really clear. Sometimes I sometimes I blurt into all into one word. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Welcome to NFL MAO. I'm Luke. Yeah, welcome to NFL MAO. Like, yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to be really, like, uh, enunciate. Um, Urban Meyer's fired. Urban, Urban Fire. Yeah, uh... So I have the list of uh, atrocities pulled up from his very, very brief tenure. Please I wanted to say this entire thing has felt like a fever dream, uh, very surreal. And I remember I spoke a lot about Urban Meyer singing his praises at the beginning of the season and in the offseason. I want to immediately apologize and say, wow, I, I knew he was a shitbag, but I didn't know how much of a piece of shit he was. I and mean, I truly hope there are not like – entire groups of Ohio State players and alumnus that are now like traumatized because of this man, which honestly there probably are. And I I, I hope there weren't just like countless college freshmen that just put up with this shit because they thought they had to. It makes me very sad. Yeah, I mean I, I think about I think about like us early in the season talking about Urban and what we thought would happen and everything. And I said, give him a few years, let him build this team. He's a team builder. There was a piece of me that was excited about Tebow being there. Like, I was really mean about, like, Urban Meyer, and I was really mean about hiring the coach that had issues at Iowa. And, like, I was mean about, like, what I thought Trevor Lawrence could do this year with this team and stuff. Uh, And I was also right. But, uh, you know, I didn't want that. And And I especially... You know, I had to eat crow on John Gruden this year, who I grew up really liking, and then, like, you know, it turns out he wasn't a super great guy. But the reports are – I mean, it's apples to oranges. It's like one bad thing and another bad thing. They're both bad things. But it's like – I mean, the stuff he was saying was awful, but he wasn't kicking players. Like, I don't want to compare one-to-one, but it's like – He was saying bad things. True, Urban's like, apparently oh assaulting God. guys. That's and like, verbally assaulting. That's what I'm saying. It's like it feels like you're doubling up there. I don't know. I, I you feel... want to know the worst part? And it's actually it's not the worst part. This is just an added layer. Urban Meyer uh, is a psychology graduate. I'm a psychology major. I love learning about the mind. A lot of people would talk about, like when he was in college football, how his psychology degree has set him up to like help mold the minds of the young people. And all it screams to me is that Anything he learned from that, he just turned into manipulative tactics. And it just fucking sucks because you should have learned that belittling people and questioning their, like, achievements or integrity is not the way to get to someone's, uh, like, good side and get the best out of them. And it's very destructive. So here's the list of things that he did. Chris Doyle, the Iowa uh, strength and conditioning coach that had racist allegations. That was a huge thing. Could have been enough to can him early. Tim Tebow was the least of the worries. Drafted a running back, which was Travis Etienne, when they already had James Robinson, and then openly admitted that they wanted Kadarius Tony with the pick. Told reporters that they cut players due to COVID, COVID vaccine status with the first cuts of the offseason. NFLPA open investigation for that. Open competition with Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence, which meant Lawrence lost out on first-team reps. Same thing happened with Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Didn't travel home with the team after the loss to Cincinnati, where he had the viral grinding video. Report says that he called his coaches losers. 
had a huge argument with Marvin Jones who left the team for a little bit and had to come back and then had a verbal altercation with Urban on the field. Benched James Robinson after a fumble. That led to a whole thing. And then former kicker Lambeau goes on record, fourth most accurate kicker in NFL history. He says Meyer once kicked him and told him, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks. And then he said, don't ever kick me again. And apparently Meyer said, I'm the fucking head coach. I'll kick you whenever I want. I'm the head ball coach. That's what I was. I cannot believe it. I mean, and that's like making people defend their records and and their resumes. What have you ever coaches? Yeah, it's so weird. There was literally like a scene of Blue Mountain State where they did that. Where like where they were all like, like and and that was you know parody satirical to say the least. Yeah, parody of like this crazy shit. It's like come on now. Um, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. I'm Thanks for the words. national championship, but fuck you. Because it's like when I when you say Urban Meyer, I don't even think Ohio State. I don't think Jacksonville. Like at least be- before all this, I, I would Florida. just think Florida and Tebow, and that was good times. Wasn't he also the Utes? Was that him? it? Was yeah. So it's it was like, like that guy. It was okay. Bowling Green there. Like oh, okay, Bowling Green. My bad. Um, he went to guy, Utah too. Oh, excellent. So I'm yeah, like, Alex that, Smith was the number one pick. That guy seems cool. And then even at Ohio State, like, I know he left in disgrace, and that was red flags. And then so, like, I feel like going into Jacksonville, there were so many things that could go wrong, and even more of them did. It does It almost defies belief, like, the amount of issues there were. And, like, even little issues, like, after the game against Tennessee where his – Former assistant coach, defensive line coach Mike Vrabel runs up to give him a handshake and he doesn't even look him in the eye. Jesus. And he just puts out his hand and Vrabel just shakes it and he just limp wrists him and like walks him by and just like puts his hands back in his pockets and just like waddles really angry looking like he completely checked out. What a piece of shit, dude. I'm so out on him. I can't believe how much of a douchebag he is. It's wild. Um, I'm so angry that he did those I things. Bet, you don't put your a, hands on fan. players. And it makes me think that he did it to the Ohio State players. I mean, you do not real. put your hands on players. What the fuck? Get real. I, I hear or you. You don't kick and, them. And you don't need more. But it definitely, you know, I, I hear you. I'm not saying you get what I'm saying. Like, it, I think there's, I get, there's a lot exactly. that goes on in this league that we don't hear about. So when we get one story like this, finally, it seems so egregious. But I bet I'm not talking about think. grabbing them by the shoulder pads. I know. I'm talking about, like, kicking or, like, punching or slapping a helmet like Kelly did. Josh Lambeau said it was a 5 out of 10 kick. That was maybe the funniest part Uh, where he rated it. He rated it. 5 out of 10. um, So good. I mean, what what more can you say? It's crazy. I I thought that Shad Khan was being so patient, too. He was. He was. He was was like, I'm not going to fire him without cause. And then finally the Well, there's a monetary aspect to that as well. Yeah. He got probably a fat contract. I also need to – we'll just go ahead and get into this game first. The Titans beat the Jaguars 20 to nothing. Trevor Lawrence threw four picks, and most of them were ugly. It was bad. Before we get into the game, I just wanted to mention one thing. It, it is a very logical tr- – That was that was honestly it for, for like my recap. That's really all there is to say. <laughs> no, that's super bad logical. Game. It's a great transition. I just wanted to mention that uh, as of yesterday per Schefter, like – 75 positive COVID tests in the NFL over two days. 
and like this has taken out Stefanski and Baker Mayfield, it's taken out Odell Beckham Jr., uh, a lot of these names and people that played that can't turn around the test quick enough for Sunday. Like, I mean, it, the, we haven't a lot seen of these. We didn't see anything it, like this last year when there was no vaccine. So it's yes, like, so it's there's wild. there's layers to this. A lot of these are asymptomatic, but still they need to be separated because it can spread. Um, also, we are heading into a new wave due to the season. Uh, this is how the trajectories go. And on top of all this, knowing that these NFL players have such a rigorous testing schedule, this speaks to the fact that there is a huge surge in the general population at large underneath yeah. all this yeah. where people aren't getting tested as readily. So just keep that in mind and be safe and make good decisions heading into the holidays. Um, but yeah, this is going to affect games. It could potentially affect the game on Saturday between the Ra- uh, Raiders and the Browns. I've already heard about that. They're not going to delay it as of yet, but they could. A lot of names. It's huge. Cool. All right, rock on. Sorry. No, I just want to make sure I mentioned it because I was like blown away by the stat. Very well. Uh, so Jaguars do lose. Uh, they lost a head coach. Everyone's saying like, congratulations, Dobby is free for Trevor Lawrence. We'll see. He's had a pretty rough year. I think he's got a lot of talent. I want you to give me a recap of the Viking Steelers Thursday night game. But the mm-hmm. first thing I want to say is I dislike Chase Claypool to the 10th degree. I think he is a diva and kind of a little shithead. And the fact that he has had multiple personal fouls, like tried to poke a dude in the face mask after it was instigated, whatever, you don't do that. It was instigated. Um, the Vikings player was fucking was around with them. Kind of instigated a little bit, but he's probably talking mad shit the whole time. Then when you're in hurry up two minute mode, you catch a, a clutch little fourth and like two and you decide to like do your little first down celebration instead of running the ball to the middle. And then the offensive lineman rightly runs over. He's like, give me the fucking ball. Ball gets knocked out of his hands, causes like another eight second runoff. I fucking hate you for that. I was, I was that's pleased the antithesis. By well, yeah, obviously as a fucking Vikings fan, but that's the antithesis of what you want like in a player. No, um, I know. It's Good hard. game he's by a, the Vikings, though. He's a Notre Dame boy. It was, it was, but you know, you, we did that thing, and like I said, it like joking around in the group chat. I was like, well, I hope we don't give up. I hope we don't give up three quick scores, and and comes down to the last drive, and what happened? You sure did. You like, sure did. It's it's every week. I don't. Like what the fuck do you do? There? It's not good. Like I, I, like it's a win. And I'm pleased by it. it. Was it was awesome to have a Thursday night primetime win. Uh, Dalvin ran for over 200 when he came back like 10 days after the the shoulder sure dislocation. I'll say uh, this: 200 yards, two touchdowns. I it's crazy. He almost got 30 carries coming off of an injury like that. It is. But I mean, he earned it. He earned the carries. And uh, Jefferson showed up in, in, in the wake of no Thielen. So did K.J. Osborne. Um, I, don't, I don't know how our defense can fall apart like that at the beginning of the second half every week. It, it's wild. I've never seen anything like it. And it's the, the worst part, and I'll say it again, is like if, if, if everybody's so excited about Zimmer as a defensive guru – I, I don't know. I mean, is that not the problem? Like, our offense is putting up points, pretty much no issue. And then all of a sudden we give up huge strings of scores. It's has defense and, and decision-making. 
in-game decision making. There's definitely the decision making, and I and I make note of it a lot. Like, I I don't think that I, I, the guy the guy in timeouts are like it's like Greek to him. Like w- the etiquette on when to use them and shit. Uh, but you know, a win is a win, and I, I like I said, is like it's put up or shut up hard. Like yes, we're still in the hunt, but we're a few weeks out, like away from this being over. So, like in the hunt only lasts for so long. We have to like, and we have some games coming up. We have to play the Rams. Like we have to play the Bears, Bears twice. twice. Um, <clears throat> Bears on Monday night, back to back primetime games for me. I'm fucking excited. I'm gonna be with my mom uh, for Bears Packer or for uh, Vikings Bears. Uh, Good. That'll be nice. I hope we ruined that little reunion you guys have it's happened before uh yeah you know we'll it. see we'll see what we'll do see you what remember happens. when the bears won when i lived with you i think they did once that adds up and i think i was just like smug and quiet yeah i mean what else can you do <laughs> nothing else okay vikings win almost give up a huge rally at the end it's it happens every week sometimes every week. they lose them Amazing you guys theater. are you guys still are six and seven, but you're on the up. You're you're playing well, even if you're playing well against good teams and bad and poorly against bad teams, which is never a good sign for a team, no. in my opinion. You want to dictate. You don't want to play to the other team's talent. So one of the big upsets: the Ravens drop a loss to the Browns, twenty-four to twenty-two. What a game where to watch! Like it was, that game was like wacky. Too bad that Lamar Jackson got his ankle rolled yep. up, so yep. Tyler Huntley had to come in. The Ravens still have a good record. However, that loss and also the Cincinnati Bengals loss dropped everything to almost even within the AFC North. So the I know. Browns actually that have was a so weird. coming up. Like in one day, the, the, yeah. the division looks so different. I know. It, it, everything shifted. The, the Browns have a legitimate chance, and now they have that. They have at least split with the head-to-head. Um, Miles Garrett's a killer. He's out there just wrecking house, getting strip sacks, taking them to the if you like, get take the, for a touchdown. If, if you get the sack, force fumble, fumble recovery, touchdown, all in one play, it's like I that's and it. Oh it was almost like they let him get it. Like I could have seen him yelling like that's mine because there were multiple players chasing it to the sideline when he got it. Yeah, he's incredible. He's really really good. I mean, what? Uh, oh, oh, that's my favorite, dude. I, nothing like, nothing like a good strip sack. My God. When you know you have a shot to absolutely wreck the QB, but instead you go for the textbook the swipe. Yeah. Fucking, and the and only thing I think is cooler than that is when they just straight up take the ball out of their hand like a spider monkey. Like yeah. they just jump and grab it. All right, go ahead. Sorry. First play. First play. Like. Um, Homeboy got like. Wait a minute. Am I thinking of the right game? No, I'm thinking of Aaron Donald versus the Cardinals. But Aaron Donald got a sack first. Yeah, play. first play. Um, I was I was flipping because two amazing defenders. But I was like, where did I see that highlight? Um, that's what happens, kids, when you watch all these football games. Uh, and Dude, it's so hard to differentiate they blur them together. Have, but he's I have a bad a major man. difficulty. Miles yeah, Garrett's a very, bad man, good. dude. Good for the Browns. Uh, I still watch them with a vested interest. No However, Baker and Stefanski they, this week. COVID. Yeah, not good. Uh, we already hit on Jags Titans. We can briefly hit on the Chiefs Raiders, but it was such a fucking crazy blowout that there's it doesn't warrant too much talking. Forty-eight to nine, record-setting win. Huddled up on the Chiefs logo before the game. I know. Well, that that needs to be said. Why would you over. ever do that? No idea. 
Especially no against the Chiefs, who are deadly. No idea. And the Raiders are like like hanging on by the skin of their teeth. They've they've got Jaguar levels of jo- drama, just more talent. That's true. I mean, they dump their uh drama quick though. They, Whereas Urban lingered the whole of, season and potentially poisoned that whole team. Better, but it's it's they both suck, so it's like it's terrible. Man, I can't believe that. Poor Jaguars. I want to see the Jaguars should that. relocate okay. to St. Louis. I know. I already. I man, I'm speaking it into existence. They should do it. Madden. That'd be sick. St. Louis needs somebody. Saints beat the Jets thirty to nine. Zach Wilson, another not so great game. Um, Alvin Kamara is a bad man. Five straight losses for the Saints before this game. They end the skid. Good for them. The Jets are the Jets are injured this year. Zach Wilson hasn't been playing well. They're going to be in in line for another really really high pick. We'll see what happens with that. I still like think, their head coach. Do you Sala. think they build around Zach Zach Wilson? Like are they because like I think with the investment of the number two pick, you have to try. But I we've already said it. We didn't think he had it. I think Fields has shown he's got it. I think Trevor Lawrence at times has shown he's got it. Mac that said, got both it, of the, <laughs> I was building up to that, but yeah. that said, both of those two guys have given up a lot of turnovers. Mac shows that he is exactly the right guy for that Belichick offense, and then Trey Lance, we just haven't seen enough. But Zach Wilson has clearly not, in my opinion, shown that he's got it this year. To be honest, though, if Trevor or um... – not Zach, probably, but I feel like if Trevor could have gone to the Belichick offense too, he would also be god tier. It just wouldn't. Have I happened. think, Be- I think Trevor Lawrence would have been the next best in that offense. I mean, followed of course, by Max Fields, perfect. followed by Wilson. Fields in that offense would bum me out. I just feel like he wouldn't get to eat. The thing about Fields is, I still think he's an upper echelon talent, but he has such a proclivity for t- trying to take the deep shot and get the most out of every play. Because he's come Dante from Cole systems, he's come from systems where that was available to him based on the talent around him. But when you don't have one of the best offensive lines and like five first round picks at wide receiver, you can't do that. You have to take what you can, and I think he's starting to get a little bit more decisive with taking off and running it. Um, we'll get to the ah, uh, dude. I was so I have a street cat outside that I take care of named Joe, who I'm getting very close to just adopting. I'm Bring not gonna lie in. to you. Bring him in. And sure uh, got no, no please. When he hears me, he just puts his head up against the door and just does that really That's loud until I come outside. And dude, lately he just hangs out with me. He just These wants me out there to dude. hang out with him. No, that's Bug. Bug, Bug, what's well, the Willoughby's the one yelling, but Bug wakes me up just so he can sit in a chair and hang out with me. Like, he's just, yeah. Like, they're just, dude. cats express their affection differently. And me and D were talking about that, my girlfriend. Uh, sometimes they just want you to be in their room with them, just oh, chill. Without a doubt. And that, a that doubt. makes them happy because it's like a little pack thing. Anywho, we'll move on. Good for the Saints to end their skid. Cowboys versus Washington. Nice little divisional game. Dak Prescott has been off. He's been. He has. I was going to ask you about that. He has no, looked off since he had that quad or whichever. Mm-hmm. I think it was a quad injury. Well, and here's like, so I was afraid he'd get tweaked immediately and like he would suck. And instead he came out the gate fucking bawling. Like, you know what I mean? Like absolutely fucking bawling, which made me Their shut first my mouth. quarter was really, but really good. But then it good. did happen. You know what I mean? But then it did happen. So like. Yeah. He did get tweaked, and now he's playing, like, again, it's like, oh, my God, he's getting paid so much money. Oh, my God, he's supposed to be the guy. When you are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, 
like you are getting judged on like scrutinized heavily the largest swiftest pendulum swing like you're either correct amazing or you're on the hot seat and the fan i mean i can't speak for cowboys fans but i'll just say in general the media me myself included i'm just like i, I i'm i'm worried like and jerry jones was to like, be fair oh go ahead no nah, jerry jones is just uh you know he didn't he didn't straight he didn't up say criticize him, but exactly. He didn't straight up say, but he's like, yeah, I mean, he's got to step up, like you know what I mean. He was kind of like, which I was impressed with. I think he's still their guy, and Dak is such a hard work. Oh dude, no such a doubt, good dude. I was, like, I wouldn't and, go that far. Uh, uh, well, I know. I'm just saying, like, it, but it does any time since he is in this position for this franchise and this organization. It's like any time there's even the slight slightest slip up, you have to stop and think about it. I think he'll, I think he'll level out. Um, I think he'll level right. out. I think that defense is really good, and I think this team can make noise. Like, I think they can, and I and I don't see why they couldn't win a playoff game. But it's gotta things gotta come together. Got you. I have a couple things to say about this. Uh, firstly, I would be remiss not to mention we forgot to mention Miles Garrett broke the Cleveland Browns single season sack record. Oh, uh, in that performance, yeah, that's important to mention <clears throat> with the Cowboys. Dak has been hobbled to an extent, but not only that, their wide receiver pool has been injured and out uh, frequently throughout the season, which I think affected their timing. You can just tell things aren't clicking on offense. He's proven that when everything is working and he's healthy, he can execute like the best quarterback in the NFL Mm -hmm. and put up the most gaudy stats. Zeke also is underperforming. I'm finally in that boat. I know he's like injured this year and stuff, but he's obviously doesn't have that burst that he used to have. No. And no. it's it's kind of sad to see. He's still a good power. He's still got decisive lanes that he takes, but he doesn't have the burst where he's just popping them. There's a <clears> world defense. Like he, he could kick around and be like a Melvin Ingram who's still in the league and like and like Oh no, out. I don't like that comparison. It's a good comparison now. I just like they that was the Wisconsin Wait, running did back. Did I say Melvin in- Ingram? You meant Melvin Gordon. No, I mean I mean Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Okay. Yes. Well I thought Melvin Gordon was actually a better comparison. Oh thanks, man. But I, I was just like the the it was a Wisconsin Ohio State dynamic and I was always like Zeke is don't even compare those two. But now you should because they are similar running guys because they run kind of the same way. It's just Zeke used to have breakaway zeke, speed which zeke he, would be a nice two-back system he really would still it's just like he's not the feature back anymore and like the the kind of sad back, see. like rookie like like connection like that was the coolest thing in the world but they're both like they've both developed and matured in different ways uh, jumping into the, the salvation army bucket yeah for sure they're a blast <clears> and you know anytime when the cowboys are good it's good for football so i'm, I'm all about it as far as the cowboys defense I'm going to keep um, blowing that horn that I said early in the season or in the offseason that Micah Parsons has incredible pass rushing ability. And now he's shown he's like maybe the best pass rusher in the NFL right now. That's not even hyperbole. I think he has a case to be the defensive MVP based off of like what we've seen the second half of the season when they put them in that role. He is right. everywhere, and he's not even on the line right now. He's playing linebacker. He's He almost had two interceptions just being in the right place in coverage. Not only that, he I said it, and then it almost actually happened. I thought he was going to kill Heineke. He was sacking him with such ferocity. Heineke had to come out, and they had to put Allen in. 
Um, he's incredible. Parsons is the heart of that defense already. And I would say you said they had a good defense. I would argue that the Cowboys don't have a good defense, but they have a couple like superstar players. Trayvon almost had a pick. He dropped like two of them, if I'm not mistaken. He dropped one that Parsons also dropped. It was like a double tip. Good for the Cowboys. Sad to see for the Washington football team who did fight in the second half and scored 20 points when they got blanked in the first half. So good for them for fighting. Um, Sad to see Heineke get bludgeoned so hard. Falcons beat the Panthers. Um, Dude, Cam is... Cam's bad, bad, and got benched again. And I, I apparently the word is that Sam Darnold may be a factor in these last couple games. Oh they have a weird situation at quarterback. Like to be a Panthers fan this year, like I, like I can't imagine to come like, out three and zero. I mean, they've been four different teams this year. Sad. You you won that pick. You chose the Falcons. That makes sense. Matt Ryan has been sleepy good this year. He has in Cordero as as wrb1 have you seen like the those like memes <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah it's just still funny to me that we had him on the bears for two years and couldn't milk anything out of I mean, him we drafted him in the first round for... in minnesota so like yeah yeah that's you true know, like, and you guys didn't do shit with him either we both no. were just like all right kick return and then belichick's yeah. like yeah you're a running back now and then we're like wait yeah. a minute we'll do that and then the falcons are like we'll just use you everywhere because we don't have any guys yeah, he's I mean, I you know, he didn't fit into what the Vikings like to do and that's okay. The only person that could have probably used him is like like when Favre had Harvin, all all hell broke loose. And I feel like God, that was a, a good, yeah. If we had a quarterback like that with Cordero, but it was uh it was Pondery or Cordero like is era. just Cordero is just so fucking big, fast and strong. He's awesome, man. He's freakish. Sweet. He's one of the most freakish athletes in the NFL, and he's almost 30 and still doing mm-hmm. that. I like the dude. Seahawks, Seahawks beat on the Texans. Uh, Davis Mills at one point was, like, I think on it. I think he was 100% accurate at the beginning of the game, if I'm not mistaken. He's got the longest neck. Uh, Wilson's does. two God touchdown passes. Yeah. Something Tyrod's, about Steve Largent shares a birthday like, with, with Tyler Lockett. Mormon, dude, right? Like... Which was which breaks my heart. He got benched. They're like, yeah. we're going for the future with David Davis Mills. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Is this Tyrod? We are a Tyrod Taylor friendly podcast. He's just gonna keep being a placeholder slash backup. That's just what's gonna happen. You think he'll the keep rest of his a career? Longer? Yeah, I think for a long time. I think people really respect Tyrod, but I, I mean, just don't I think do. he's ever gonna get that shot. We we love him. Yeah. Why would yeah. you not like him? What has he ever done this bad? He's had the worst luck. I feel, and when he does play, before they get like the film on him, it feels like he kills it. He usually eats up. teams up early. Broncos beat on the Lions, and and they honored Demarius Thomas's yeah. untimely death. I think we that's should talk about to hit that. on. Yeah, like because has there been any like indication of what happened with that? I, I've and I'm. I thought I read that it was like, like just a medical thing like a seizure or something like uh, and uh, i don't want to speak out of turn um i don't think it was self-inflicted or anything like that from what i understand it was just untimely and and kind of a a, a shock thing so i so fucking sad like i mean all what a week we've had like when we last did the podcast like this time last week none of this had happened and then like th- was it thursday night last week like 
Uh, like I remember I broke it to the group, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this real? Because people close to him like, had taken to social media, and then a lot of other people are like, wait a minute, this has not been verified. Yeah, and then I, it was. I mean, and rest in peace. Horrible, That's man. so fucking sad. When I he think had one of, of the best plays in NFL history, I'm, exactly in that like, playoff I mean, game with Tim Tebow. When I think of Demarius Thomas, um, I think of a few things, of course. But the first thing that comes to mind is like the walk-off playoff touchdown against the Steelers. Like, that was one of the best plays I've ever witnessed, like, in NFL. Like, I mean, that's an all-time highlight that I am so, like, blessed to have seen, which, like, like Marius Thomas in that in that play alone is responsible for, like, so much so much joy, <laughs> like, in, in that one play. Like, like, responsible, like, for, like, extending our love of the game. Like, responsible for so much. And that's just that. Not only was the dude an amazing guy, like, not only is everybody, like, Peyton Manning and everybody who's ever, like, played with the guy, like, vouching for, like, his character and everything else, but it's also just an absolute stud. And instrumental on the Broncos, uh, like, in the Manning era when they when they got their Super Bowl ring and stuff, like, yeah. he was he was a stud, man. And, and he was what one a, of what the a better wide god, too. <laughs> like, you know what I yeah. mean? What a fantasy god. Um, Good for him. Um, rest in peace. Absolutely is missed and will be missed. Absolutely. Thank you for the memories you gave us and everything I've seen from other players who have played with him. Mm -hmm. I've just spoken about what a what a good quality guy he is. Speaking of how high his character is, thirty three. It's it's too soon. It's it's far too soon. It didn't make sense because when I read it, I said he was just in the league a second ago. He was like he played with D Hop in Houston. D Hop wore an eighty eight uh, on the other night too. So like um, the Broncos did, came out with ten players mm-hmm, as a sign like, for him. It was and they were also wearing their decal and stuff. They had the eighty eight on the field. Um, it was amazing, but it was just it's just so tragic. Do you have anything else to hit on from that game specifically? Dude, the Lions suck, man. Yeah. Like, well, Lions dude, the Lions suck, are man. one eleven and one. And their win is against the Vikings, and they <laughs> suck, man. Like they do suck a lot. They what is going to happen there? They can't stick with Goff, right? They can't. No. Well, and to be honest, it feels bad because Goff is never going to be the guy that gets you over the hump. But Goff, in the right system, where he bases everything off of a good, strong run game and play action, where he can just hit guys, is a solid QB who can throw a pretty ball. Um, however, if you get him off of his spot at all, it's going to be bad. He's, he cannot make plays on the move. Yes. Um, Jared Goff, in my opinion, came as part of a package that, cause they had to clear money off their books to get Stafford. And also they gave up high compensation to get Stafford. So I, I don't think it was the like Brock Osweiler Browns trade where they literally were dumping a salary just to get a draft pick. It wasn't like that. But I do think that was factored in with the with the draft compensation. I think he's a placeholder until you get the right guy in place, maybe even as soon as drafting one this season. They're obviously going to have a really high draft pick. <clears throat> I like Dan Campbell. The difference between Urban Meyer and Dan Campbell is Dan Campbell has done everything you want from a head coach and shown how much he cares. Right. And... Yes, he's having a shit season, but people are not questioning him and what he could bring to the table. No, also, like one of the other like asides was they asked Urban Meyer about Andre Sisco, a safety, and he's like, "Yeah, I believe he's getting more playing time." And he, like he was, 
and then they're like he hasn't played at all. That's why we asked. And like Urban doesn't know these players' names. He doesn't. He or didn't. He didn't know the players' names. He didn't give a fuck. I mean, it I sounds... bet you Dan Campbell knows all fucking all the like. <laughs> what's the what are the people that dress? It's like forty something. You know what I mean per Sunday. I bet he knows every single one of their names. I mean that's the difference, right? It is what it is. People are showing faith. I think what happens with them is they keep golf for at least one more season after this, in my opinion, because there's not any, like, no-doubt QBs coming out this year. There's not, I but I feel like in the, there's not, but at the same time, I feel like in the stuff I'm seeing, they have, like, a lot of QBs going early. So it's kind of like... They do know, every year, though. I know, but... It might, like, they don't have a... Like, we had a, a bumper crop. Like a crop of wide of uh, quarterbacks crop. last season. That's, That's what a big we had. Crop. They could have got Justin Fields or something. You know what I mean? But they didn't. Joe, I think Jared Go- was due for Joe. Jared Goff <laughs> is going to be a placeholder, and I kind of feel bad. He was the number one pick. He he, he kind of is what he is at this point. So, it is, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about the line. I'm just man. curious. Yeah, I don't even keep, like them. Keep moving. They're in our yeah, division. Let me yeah, take a quick em. sip. Yeah, fuck them. Sip break. I don't know. Yeah, I just was break. curious because I'm like, I, I would love to see. I mean, Penny Sewell was such a good pick by them. I think they have stuff to build around. I just wondered if there was a QB out there. But you said no. So Aiden In my opinion, no. none of these QBs this year are that great. I kind of like Kenny Pickett from uh, Pittsburgh. He did that amazing fake slide, yeah, which, which he took to the house. Right? Which, as soon as I saw it, my mind went, whoa, that was really cool. And then I thought about doing it. Like, how that would work and stuff. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Because I thought about being a defensive player, too. I'm like, that's so fucked up. You should not be able to do that at all. Yeah, that's not cheat. fair. Yeah. And then immediately they're like, you cannot do that. Yeah, I was like, hey, that was bullshit. Because from a defensive standpoint, I'm going to just look to hit every QB at that point, no matter yeah. what. Because uh, I mean, you don't – like, what are you going to do if a guy burns you for five yards? You're going to try to, like, dive and trip him and give up the cool egregious cheat. pass interference. The you rule know what I mean? wasn't written. Now you it is. You don't give up the touchdown I, no matter what. I respect what. the move, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool and really, like, Smart. swaggy when he pulled Savvy. it off. Chargers beat the Giants 37 to 21. Herbert out there looking hotter than ever. Good for the Chargers. They're eight and five. That's it. I I don't really have anything else to say about that. Good. 49ers beat the Bengals. I have more to say about that. Um Garoppolo wins in overtime, even though the Bengals surged in the second half to come back. I don't know, man. Garoppolo is still serviceable. He still gets it done. I know, I know the players believe in him. And, dude, Kittle, the last two weeks, has been a fucking god. I love watching him play. I don't know any other player in the league other than, like, Derrick Henry that at the end of the game shows such ferocity in his playing style to oh, yeah. get extra yards. I oh, yeah. love seeing it. It's like his, his motor amps up. And he's still so nice after the play, but he'll try to fucking kill you during the play. Oh, yeah. He's he's awesome, man. The Bengals, unfortunately, dropped that game when they had a chance to take the top of the division over the, the Baltimore Ravens after they lost to the Browns. However, I think it's Ravens one game ahead, Bengals and Browns tied at 7-6. Burrow had an okay game. He took him into overtime, but Garoppolo leads him. You know, gets the overtime win with a touchdown. Word. Word. Buccaneers pull out a win against the Bills. 
probably the biggest competition in the AFC other than the Chiefs. Uh, Tom Brady threw his 700th TD pass. Did he not just throw his 650th or something? Um, it was or what was the one? What was the was one to Mike Evans? Was it completion? Okay, maybe or that's what it was. Yeah, I was like, or wait like, a minute. I don't know. He's gonna there's break no all way of them he now. Threw... Like, yeah, there's. He's been playing for ninety years. He's gonna break every Luke, one of them. I had. I, I played as the Texans in two seasons. After the current season, he was a free agent when I moved the team to London, and Tom Brady became me. the QB for the London Monarchs in like twenty twenty four. I've, dude, people were talking about how Brady is like. People are talking about how like Brady is gonna be around for a minute, and how Rogers will. And like, I heard somebody being like, "The Cowboys should get Aaron Rodgers." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Ooh, that'd be relax. weird. <laughs> I like um, Dak. I like Dak so much more than I like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, of course, Dak's a good dude. Uh, and you know, whatever. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is a good dude. This could all be a facade for the media. I don't no, know. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We hate him after everything that he's You're done right. this season, and you know it. Dude, Leonard Fournette had one of the nastier broke-off TDs. Uh, Tom Brady was a killer. I don't know. Do you have anything to say about this game, Luke? You seem the, to love the Buccaneers. I chose the Bills. I lost that pick. The Tom Brady is the Bills boogeyman. Um, also, Josh Allen got tweaked in this game. Is it going to be a Mitch Trubisky Sunday? I think so. That's crazy. I Dude, I don't hate Mitch Trubisky. I don't hate him pick. either. Watching I actually ball. like him, and I feel bad for. It was not his fault that we traded up to get him, and that he got linked to like this historically bad draft pick. That's not his fault. No, not completely. It's not his fault that he couldn't unlock it under Matt Nagy. In my opinion, in my opinion, he elevated our play sometimes because some games he'd be on. I root Mitch. I like Mitch. He I'm does kind of have. I don't know. He always have has like, this dumb dumb face on he was but so does so does fucking fields fields always has got a, a scowl. they've got a good team around him and i think he's looked good when he's come in earlier in the season and he looked good in the preseason so i think mitch could can manage a game on his own i just hope alan's okay i do as well and i wouldn't be surprised if the bills coaching staff has a package in place to utilize him fully and to be fair, he does have talent. He has top he's of the fast first round too. talent. He's actually he's fast very too. athletic. People don't realize he's fast. He's not like so. a Fields, but he's a serviceable runner. Yeah, he's. I mean, we'll he's see not how it even goes. like an Allen at all. You know what I mean? Allen's one of the better running QBs. Is that yeah, Willoughby relax. or Bug? It's Willoughby. Hey Willoughby. Hey, what's up? All right, Bears Packers. One of the best first halves of football I've ever seen as a Bears fan. Uh, that oh, was a, it was the Jakeem Grant game that was spoiled by Aaron Rodgers' second half performance. Jakeem Grant had a crazy broke off like screen pass touchdown. He also had one of the most insane punt returns I've ever seen, which became a team record. He caught it on like the three yard line, went right for two steps, stopped, had four guys in his face, and busted it left up the sideline. Luke was not watching that game live with us. Did you no. watch the whole game though? Uh yeah, so I was um, I I I was like an hour behind on it, so I recorded it. I was doing something. I don't fucking remember. It was been I've been so busy the last few months, um, but I was recording it, and then I started like catching up, and so I was watching the game, and it's three nothing at the beginning of the fucking second quarter, like a few minutes yeah. in. Yeah, and then like, it was a weird I didn't one. Care. And then it exploded. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't care enough to not spoil myself, so I looked at the halftime score while I was watching, and it was like. 27 24 and i'm like what the hell it was at 20 what? 27 21 
Okay, I was like, what the hell happens here? And, like, it's yeah, close. shit popped off. But you really got dog-walked in the second half. Like, absolutely, absolutely. dog-walked. And, yeah. and uh, there was, like, a nice thing. Like, as much as we dog uh, Rodgers, like, he made sure that the – so the backup QB, he'd been in the league four years and never – that was his first game dressing uh, for a game. So Rodgers made sure he got all the victory formation snaps. Like, he made sure LaFleur put him in, which I was like, god Kurt damn it. Yeah, it's a sweet thing. He he posted like that that QB posted to his Instagram like the white paint on his knee, like on his sock. And it was <laughs> like so it was like funny. <laughs> he's like proof that he was like in the, it's so fucking funny. That is so funny. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, that's a good um, story, man. I like that story. After after Rogers was such a piece of shit in our stadium, at least he had more class at Lambeau. He uh he did come out <clears throat> and speak highly of Justin Fields and Robert Quinn after the game. That first half was a fever dream. Like not only did we have these crazy long touchdowns with Jakeem Grant, Demir Bird took like a little like over the middle option option route all the way to the house, which he shouldn't have been able to. We had amazing returns on every return from Khalil Herbert and Grant always had good field position. And we were hitting, we were hitting Rogers. We were hitting him hard. Yes, you were, but you can't discount double check in his face because you know. I loved that, dude. I was so high. I was so high up in that first. I was so happy in that first half. And I kept telling T, I'm like, very, very, very happy right now. And then like, I'm like, historically low. Could not be lower. I was just riding the roller coaster. That's NFC North football, baby. He had some head scratchers and he had some good plays. He benefited from a actually it wasn't a screen, it was a little pop pass to Jakeem Grant. So he got all those rack yards. Um, he also had all the rack yards for Demir Bird's touchdown. He gets strip sacked. It happens too often. Um, Jason Peters came out, <laughs> came does, out pretty dude. early. He gets strip sacked like crazy. It's like once a game, dude. Like I've you never need seen to hold like on it. to the ball. It's okay to get hit. Because your 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 the pass rush is coming at you so fast because our blockers aren't doing enough, but it's he not okay hit. to fumble it every time. That Tim Robinson meme you sent about <gasps> Urban Meyer, he can he can hit. He can hit. Did you think that? Oh, I'm sorry, that was, that was the really funniest funny thing though. I've ever fucking seen. It was so funny. He can. Thank he you. can at that price he, point. He can he, hit. He can hit. That's okay. fucking Shad Khan running and explaining. No, at this price <gasps> point on this contract, he can hit. The one other thing I want to hit on from the game, <laughs> Jason Peters comes out and Tevin Jenkins comes in. So uh, Tevin Jenkins, we traded up to get him in the second round. He just had back surgery, Luke. He just came off of back surgery off the IR. Like he was last week, he was just doing pass sets. So mm-hmm. he could not be in a worse position, especially because the coaching staff put him in five-man protection like all the time in the second That's half. What the fuck are they doing? Why are they not chipping on the left? Why are the tight ends not chipping and then doing a play action route afterwards? It doesn't make sense. However, he had a really good first half other than one false start. He was the lead blocker on the Jakeem Grant touchdown. Then in the second half, he got bullied. He had like three penalties and gave up like two sacks. It was really, really bad. I'm happy that he's getting playing time. I worry about what's going to happen with his mental health because the Bears fans have seen offensive linemen get drafted in the in the first or second round here, have injury issues, and then have the the like bully fucking fans walk them out of town. There was that guy that came from fucking Vanderbilt. 
during the Cutler days. I cannot remember. Like Chris Williams, maybe offensive tackle. He had back issues, and then he was a first round pick. Whatever, I'll look him up while we're talking about the next game to make sure. But I hope he can rally because it was a it was a pretty bad game that was getting picked on by Al Michaels and Collinsworth in the booth. Also, they they've been really annoying, in my opinion. And Twitter also agreed. I'm gonna have you talk about Rams Cardinals. I want to find that that player real quick to make sure. Rams Cardinals was sweet. Like Aaron Donald was like first play of the game. Like bowled over the center straight into fucking yeah it was chris williams right into kyler that was, murray that was a, gr- that was a great uh gut reaction for me is chris williams vander job um donald also like tipped a pass that got picked in the red zone like it was like he was doing everything man it was so he was awesome in possession of the gym he was he was in possession of the gym. deandre got tweaked and is now out for the regular season yeah. hoping to have him back for the playoffs he just that came was back. crazy so that sucks. Um, Something that needs to balling. be mentioned yeah. is I don't know if I've ever seen a game where Kyler Murray's height affected him as badly as this he one. Was, he looked short. You're right. And there I was there was either, a lot of plays that were directly because – like there was the swatted pass by Donald. That was a short play. Then there was the one where he rolled out left and got just straight tipped interception by – or whatever it was by Leonard Floyd, I believe. Because Leonard Floyd is a freaky long player who's actually kind of put it together with the Rams after being middling with the Bears. Um, I still think the Rams are the team to beat in that division, but that was a, or sorry, the Cardinals are the team to beat in that division, but the Rams had a very good game. Stafford was dealing. Stafford had one of the most disgusting passes I've ever seen. It was a no-look sidearm over, like, the middle off to the right while getting plastered, hit in the face. Good. It was so, dude, it was so nasty. Cooper Cup. teams are rocking. That's that's just a high-octane matchup for Monday night. It was a very good game on Monday night, and we speak very highly of Justin Jefferson, as we should. This is an NFC North-centric podcast, Mm -hmm. but... We have to talk about how good Cooper Cup is. I've never season. seen anything. I mean, like I, I keep saying that today, but what does he have? Like, doesn't he have almost two thousand yards or something? Like, he's on pace for it. He's leading the league. He is freaky smooth. He is. He's it's not insane. even in a. He's an athlete, sure. He does not have the kind of athleticism that Justin Jefferson has, but he's no. so fucking freaky smooth and smart. I think he his skill set will kill on any team in any weather in any location. He's that he's he would be a cold weather god in the NFC North, I think. Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, I could see him in a Bears uniform. He also, dude, the same player at like fucking what was it like Wichita State or some shit? Like he he was like breaking records there. Yeah, I mean, I love to see it, and he absolutely is like leading the the wide receivers this season. As much as we talk about Jefferson, as much as we Eastern Washington. D hop and all these other great receivers. Um, Odell dude, like Odell has had a touchdown in like three or yeah. four straight games. Uh, he's catching Justin on Jefferson, that playbook. Je- Justin Jefferson tweeted like, uh, so- along the lines of, uh, I hope you, na- I hope you see Odell wasn't the problem now. Like yada, yada. Um, and it's like, well, fair is fair. He is absolutely balling. And, and they're not, I mean, he is balling. Like he he looks good in these games. Like yeah. he's he and I don't know if it's because he's happier. I don't know if it's because it's just a better offense. I mean, it probably is. Um, 
Matt Stafford can put the ball on you, dude. It's crazy, man. And I and also, dude, like Baker's like being held together by like glue and like yeah. thoughts and prayers this season. Like he had to go out again in case Keenum was in. Like that dude is getting like wrecked. And I think they like somebody in the eye in the sky called him in for like concussion protocol. Because uh, he got like his oh, head ran no. out of the ground or something. One play and he was freaking out. He was like yelling at people on the sideline. Um, but he's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying, like Stafford, you're absolutely right. Can can put it on the numbers. Um, Did you see? This is a a little callback. Did you see the uh, halftime interview with Matt Nagy from the sideline reporter? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't remember verbatim what it was, but she's like, Matt Nagy just told me how much fun he is having. He is having so much fun. Uh, This team is seeing what they can be, and he just wants all the players to have fun and enjoy it. And then right after he gets all these adjustments made against him, he doesn't adjust, and they get blown out in the second half. And people are, like, dogging him on that. And I'm like, that's kind of a bad look, but kind of funny at the same time. I'm just having fun. I'm like, are you, like, bud? Cool. Are you having fun? <laughs> let's get to this week's picks. Yeah, Tonight we have a nice little matchup. Kansas City at LA Chargers. Very dank. I will be seeing Spider-Man. Uh, so oh, I you're going to pick first because I might have to pick um, against you every time this week to try to catch up. I'm about Chiefs to be mathematically eliminated. Yeah. Chiefs. Give me the Chargers then. Um yeah, I want to see Spider-Man here soon. However, I did not get a ticket in time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the joys. I mean, I'm lucky to be in a in a in a big city where there's a million theaters to choose from, and even there, they're selling out. So, you're right. Saturday, we have two games potentially, unless COVID derails them. We have Las Vegas at Cleveland. Fuck. Vegas. All right, I got Cleveland. I think with, without Stefanski, without Baker, especially coming off of, the, like, you know, I think both of them are coming off of tough games. The Raiders will New, show up. New England at Indianapolis. New England. All right, I got Indianapolis. <laughs> this is going to be fun this week. Carolina at Buffalo. Um, Buffalo, without a doubt. Yeah, I've got Buffalo. Jets at Miami. Miami. I'm also going to take Miami. Washington at Philadelphia. Mm, that's actually kind of hard. Um, I'll say Philadelphia. All right, I got Washington. Even if it's Allen, I need the picks. Arizona mm-hmm. at Detroit. Ugh, I'm going to pick Arizona. Yeah, you have to, right? Arizona. Dallas at Giants. Um, uh, Dallas. All right, give me Giants. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to take Dallas. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Tennessee. I'll take Pittsburgh. Houston at Jacksonville. Yuck. Interdivision Stinkville. You ready? Jacksonville gets a big W after with Daryl Bevel. That'd be Bevel, very funny. With Daryl Bevel Houston. as interim head coach. Uh, yeah, that I think that would be hilarious. A little bit of stick it to the Mon Neosis, and it's terminal. Atlanta at San Francisco. San Francisco. I'll take Atlanta. But I could see Atlanta winning. Cincinnati at Denver. 
Um, Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm not picking against Cincinnati. Give me all right. Green Bay at Baltimore. I hope Lamar can play. I don't know if he's playing though. I don't know either. I think uh, I think they said the plan was for Lamar to play, but I think the Packers might. I mean, the Packers are. It's like the Packers and the Bucks for me. Like is the best team in the NFC. Um, so I, I gotta go Packers. I'll take Baltimore because I need the picks, but I don't think Baltimore's gonna win. Seattle at Rams. Rams. Me as well. We're gonna beat the living piss out sorry. of Sorry. Uh sorry, Russell. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, I got Tampa Bay. That's the night game. Minnesota at Chicago. Give me the Bears. Give you the Vikings. Not even Skull, gonna baby. fucking ask it. Skull baby. Luke and Aiden Bull on Monday night. Oh my god. That's gonna be Tune fun. In. December twentieth. Oh, a, a Christmassy Luke and Aiden Bolt. The, the last, well, not the last game, but the second to last game before Christmas. Yes. This has been a good week. Faked you out there. Uh, December football, some very bad windstorms sweeping through the Midwest. Uh, yeah. So I hope people are doing okay in the affected areas. It's even been pretty bad here. Um, we're all going to be back in the Canton area here soon. A good little Fine. reunion. I can't yeah. wait to see you. Can't wait to see T. And can't wait to watch some good football. Yeah, man. It's going to be really, really good. Good bowl games coming up for New Year's, too. I'm excited about. Um, Signing day was fucking crazy. Players absolutely. are just getting outright bought. Texas A&M bought so many players this year. Good. Hey, it's Notre Dame's crazy. Got money. We should buy some people. It's, I mean, that's what it do. You're going to have Freeman to start era. mobilizing the boosters every year. Bro, I got Freeman era starts on New Year's Eve. Uh, in our bowl game, so I can't wait. Excited. Who are you playing? I believe Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, yeah. yeah. In the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. And we have the Rose Bowl with Utah. And Utah's oh, very excited, and they're buying Ohio so State. so close to the Rose Bowl. They're buying Ohio, Ohio State fan tickets because Ohio State fans are like, oh, we didn't make it to the playoffs, so what does it matter? And Utah's like, dude, uh, we got in the fucking Rose Bowl. Are you kidding like, me? Oh, man. <laughs> the Rose Bowl I can't wait to sock them. Oh, yeah, I bet. I really wish I could go. I tried so hard to go to the Rose Bowl when I was in Vegas. Really? Yeah. Anywho, this for NFL Mayo, <laughs> I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. Bye. And we'll talk to you next Sunday, probably. Holidays are coming up a lot. NFL Mayo.